Did you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for podcasters? It's a totally free platform and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. And welcome to another episode of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service so you don't have to. By the end of the show, we're going to tell you if our next game, Halo Wars Definitive Edition, is something that you should play or something you should pass on. I am Corey, and I am joined with my co-host, Basher. What's the deal, good sirs? You, you changed my intro without me knowing. I'm I did. highly offended. Yeah. I, you, this you, is what you I have written. Tweaked it. You definitely tweaked it. That's not what I wrote down, but that's fine. What? Well, it, that's fine. my we'll, intro, my rules. We'll talk about it off air, behind Ooh. closed doors. Ooh, I'm scared. All right. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about a game that's been remade that's from 2009 from a, a studio that is no longer with us, unfortunately, Halo Wars. So this game was originally developed by Ensemble Studios, which unfortunately, like I said, was uh, they're no longer with us. I don't know why I say it like like they died. They're just part of it. Um, <laughs> the whole thing just die off. That's, yeah, that's sad. Um, <laughs> so this actually came out on the Xbox 360, but when Halo Wars 2 came out uh, in 2016, um, if you got the uh, like super edition, that you got a copy of this, but then eventually they also sold it uh, by itself. So the regular price is $19.99. Uh, it's also available on uh, Xbox Game Pass, obviously, but it's available on Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Game Pass for PC. Terrible name, but whatever. Uh, it also features crossplay, which we can confirm because we did do it. And it also features a little bit of DLC in there. You can get a couple of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, campaign. Campaign? No, that's more of the sequel. Uh, more campaign missions and stuff that, like that, but it's it's nothing too nothing too fancy. Uh, no microtransactions for all you people that hate microtransactions. It's not out there. Uh, the this is this is okay. There's two things that I thought was crazy about this game. The achievement difficulty in this game is actually pretty freaking high. Like, I would rate it probably like an eight out of ten. The amount of time and stuff that you have to put into getting some of those achievements is crazy like what's the harder what's the harder one to get the i would probably say the the hardest one to get is so you have to win i think it's like 75 skirmish matches and it's just like like i guess that's not hard it's just time consuming um which well well it is when a campaign well skirmish can last like depending on your Skill level could last like an hour. So right, right, and so, but there's also like a hundred percent completion one, which means like, (laughs) 
you've got to get all the achievements, which is like win 20 skirmish matches and then win 40, win 50, 60, 175, complete the campaign on legendary, which this game is not easy on legendary at all. Uh, um, it's not easy. Like in gen- this, is, I didn't play on legendary. I would never do that. However, there's there's a difficulty spike that I hit that kind of I was just kind of like I was kind of done with it, to be honest with you. Yeah. And there's also like the par missions and times for each level. Um, So there's a time thing and a score. You got to hit all of those, which. Yeah. So it's this is I would give it an eight out of ten. Like it's not impossible, but it is very time consuming. And um, a lot of the achievements are only worth like five to ten points. So sometimes you got to put in a lot of time. So like it all builds upon each other. So obviously, like as you're beating missions, you know, you get 40 done, you're going to get something, you get 50 done, you get all the gold medals and all that. So like you're going to unlock stuff in succession, but it's still going to take a lot of time. But uh, so the only other thing is that this game is not Xbox One X enhanced for you X owners out there, which I thought was kind of surprising. Um, they did up-res everything to 1080p, and they, they they reworked the engine and everything for this remake, and it looks pretty nice, um, but I was surprised. Does it? it? Um, compared to what it was, okay. I would say. Yes. I didn't see I didn't uh, see the before pictures. I just so. know uh, playing this, well, maybe it's less the gra- I know I know it's an older game, so I'm not going to hold the graphics against sure. it. However, um, definitely, if it definitely needs, I feel like it's, it's just missing textures half the time. It's just like the 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 art style is super flat for me. Like the, I'm just not a fan. Yeah. The um, uh, last thing I'm gonna say is it's normally 19.99. So yeah, we can hop into it now. So yeah. So if you don't know, this is an RTS um, set in the Halo universe. So, but the thing was, is that this came out on the Xbox 360. So when you are trying to map a RTS to a controller, it's obviously going to have some caveats, but like you already said, like the art style, uh, RTSs are extremely CPU heavy usually, because there's a lot of calculations and a lot of units and stuff going on screen. So to me, it kind of feels like a holdover from the 360 of just like, you know, consoles, it's, you've got to make sacrifices somewhere i guess is what i'm getting at and i think it definitely shows in like the terrain it's usually pretty flat and kind of ugly like you said um but i will say like the the units themselves and like the um the enemies the covenant and the spartans they all look pretty cool they all have a lot of style to them but and i I think that's why the rest of us put me off because the rest because they clearly put some uh Resources in some parts of the uh, look of the game, the other parts is kind of like very obvious. Like we're just going to slap this gray wall up here, just right. to make that ninety percent black and call it a day. I'm like, that's there's just like nothing here, man. Like it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. So I, I actually, I think weird is definitely the coming back to this game because obviously it sounds like you did not play it originally on the 360. Um, oh, absolutely not. Yeah, so I definitely did. Uh, I did not finish it on the 360 because back then I just wasn't into RTSs, I guess, um, whereas now I can't get enough of them sometimes, I feel like. So coming back to this game was kind of interesting, but like it, it's a very weird RTS, and that's it's it's not bad. It's just strange. Like a lot of the uh, decisions that they made design-wise just feels like, like, did they make it this way because they were making it on console, or did they make it this way because they've never made it, like, an RTS with the Halo universe before. And but have they never made an RTS period? Like, that's, I mean, that's my question because it's like, it's a, uh, like, again, like being a fan of RTS and like, for some reason, when I first started playing this game, I 
I was thinking it wasn't an RTS. I, I, for some reason, I was, I was thinking, I was expecting it to be like fucking um, uh, what's that other game called? Shoot, uh, what's the, what's that alien? What's the game I always play for some reason with the the aliens? You you have ninety nine percent shot. No, oh, well, XCOM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for some reason, I think it was it was gonna be XCOM for some reason. I'm like, wait, that's not that's an yeah. entirely different genre. But I remember just. Thinking like, okay, so I'm in RTS mode now, and there were just a more than a few decisions where I'm just like, I don't want to play this <laughs> anymore because right. just like a few things just didn't make a lot of sense. I understand like if you put it on a console with a controller, it's going to play differently. There's going to be some caveats. There's going to be some changes. However, I feel like the uh, whatever they had to had to do to make it work just wasn't. It just wasn't well done enough, and I and I say that with all due respect because it's not easy to do. No, I um I think well just for the record, Ensemble was uh, they made a bunch of the Age of Empire games, uh, so they had made RTSs before for sure. I think they also made the Star Wars one. I don't remember what it's called, um, like Galactic Wars or something, something like that. Galactic that's Battlegrounds. Like, that's not like uh, something Star Trek would do. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so. But it's, I think for the time, I, I think it, it worked um, because I remember playing it in 2009 when it first came out and just being like, like, this is totally an RTS. Like, it wasn't um, so like Supreme Commander and War for the North, Lord of the Rings one were both on Xbox as well. And to me, they just didn't. It didn't work as well as I wanted it to on the controller. So then, like, the question becomes, like, did the game suffer because it was on a controller or did the game like prosper because of the controller? Like, I don't, that's a weird question to ask. I think at the time it made sense, but in, you know, playing this 10 years later or whatever, you know, it was eight years later after it came out, they remapped everything on PC and stuff like that. And that's, you were playing with a controller and I was playing with the keyboard and mouse. And I think we both sort of felt crippled. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I played specifically with the, uh, excuse me, with the, um, with the controller because I wanted to get the feel of how the game was originally made. Right. And don't get me wrong. There's, there's some things they did that felt good. Like, um, using the D pad to kind of switch between, uh, bases really quickly. That's, that's, that, that that's a good thing that they did. Yeah, that's, but then that's critical. Like, but, the, but then yeah. there's a lot of things where it's like selecting, all units is selecting some units it's like impossible like and it's kind of um necessary like it's right. i feel like that's kind of like like you're building this game in like step three like how do we make it so that you can select some units as opposed to all units and vice versa and it's like oh we didn't we're not going to do that it's just going to be basically all units at all times like i can't separate my we have bases on opposite sides of the map you're making this right extremely difficult, and right. that's and, and so so when you add that frustration into the when you get further into the game, you hit a difficulty spike, which I gave up on. I'm just like half the reasons. Well, half the reasons just me not being good at the game. The other half of me a reason was me fighting the controls and trying to play this game as I played other RTSs. I'm just like I'm trying to do this one specific thing and I can't, and I'm. I'm gonna pull my fucking hair out. <laughs> I um, 
I don't. I'm trying to think. To me, it's. I think it. I think not, it works in the context of the campaign, um, because most of the time you basically just want to send all your units to one right. area. Right. Uh, but when it comes to any sort of like strategic, like I'm gonna move, you know, these couple units here and here, like that, that's just not there. Um, and, and and again, like building this type of game or this type of system, I understand. I definitely give it some leeway because of the system it's on and and the challenges it has to has to make because of what you're doing. However, like and I don't say I don't say any of this to say that the game itself as a whole does not work. If you the game as intended, especially in campaign mode, is fine. However, when we played skirmish together. I just there's, there's there's a more than a few things I wanted to do that I just couldn't do. Right. It yeah it. I think it's, I I think it dumbs down the genre too much. Um, and that's where, not being able to do those things like basic you know strategy like basically when you know we we got our butts kicked the first skirmish because we were both like kind of like trying to get back in the groove but then the second one. We for the most part walked all over them. Um, there was a, there was a one point there in the middle. It was kind of rocky just because we didn't know how to kill the uh, the scarab. Like we knew how to kill the scarabs, but we just didn't have the right units available. Right. So, but like, but as soon as we got, I was like, oh, it's this one. Like I think it's the Vulcan or something. I was like, just just build that. It takes it out, and then we were fine. Um, so to me, it it you could almost play this as like an entry point to RTS, but at the same time, I don't think it does enough to. Uh, earn that i suppose i I was about to say like i I wouldn't even say i wouldn't even put it i wouldn't i wouldn't even put it that way because again it sounds like i'm shitting all over this game i'm really not but no yeah this is like a this rts i feel like is a is a step back in the wrong way so like if so like playing this game i kind of got flashbacks of um playing like civ revolution on consoles and for a long time like the Civ games, people are just like, you can't put that on a console, make it good or decent. And it's like, well, I guess you can, like, if you figure it out. Like, right. So it's like, this is a game that didn't quite figure it out for me. And I'm, I mean, I'm surprised they doubled down with it with the sequel, honestly, because I'm like, this is, we'll like, get, yeah, we'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> but, um, but so, like, so on top of that, so, so 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 that's one that's, so that's one major issue I have, right? The other bigger issue, honestly, is the overall story and character of this game. It's pretty fucking bland. Like it's super bland. It's yeah, like it's we're making not, yeah. we're making an RTS. What are we gonna do? We're gonna do the most basic, bland premise of an RTS setting ever. And it's like the same basic premise you get from every single RTS. And it's kind of like, and that just really just took a lot of the drive for me to get through this game away also. I'm like, I don't really have a character I want to latch on to. There's like there's not like a Master Chief or ODST crew that I really give a fuck about. Uh, there's not a, uh, the game doesn't have champions whatsoever or right. that champion type class. Little, so it's like leaders. Right. So it's not, it's not like a leader I really care about. And then, the characters they do have in the game speak the most generic strategic 
jargon just you always hear like and just like I don't there's nothing to grab onto to this, to this for me to this in terms of the campaign in terms of the character in terms of the story yeah I, I'll I'll pretty much agree I, I think if you're a Halo fan there's some cool stuff in there uh, but no like there there's no very few people are going to remember the characters from this game and but I will say you know it. By the end, I think they they start to turn the corner on some of that stuff. Like they start to give you some characters to to think about. But the thing was is that we when this game came out, it was we never thought we'd get a sequel. You know, so it, it's hard to say like you should play this game if you're going to play the sequel because I still don't think you need to um, because the characters still aren't quite there and they do the best job that they basically can. Um, you know, bringing those characters forward. Um, but no, I'll agree. Like, I, I the best part of the story is is the maps, is like seeing the different, you know, uh, locations from the Halo universe and sort of a new perspective. Like, that's the best thing that I can say about uh, the story, I guess. You know, it, it's not the story itself. It, it's the locations. You know, it's it's exploring what they have built in in this universe, basically. Um, and that's kind of where I like that's kind of where I sit with the gameplay, too, of just. There's not a lot of variety in units. There's not a lot of variety in uh, strategy even because of that. You know, it, it's extremely limiting in many ways because of the simplicity of it. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to put myself in, you know, the mind of like, well, what if I wasn't into RTSs and I still just can't I, I just I, I can't even recommend it for that reason, because I feel like more modern RP RPSs RTSs. Uh, just, you know, whether there's an easy mode or a tutorial or whatever, I think it, it just does a better job of getting you into it, basically. Yeah, there are definitely better entry points into the genre. And uh, and again, I think about Civilization because a friend of mine who never t touched those games because they saw the, the grid-based gameplay or whatever, they're like, the, he said flat out, like, that game, those games look boring as hell, but because he saw me on my keyboard and mouse looking like a super nerd. He's like, I'm not playing that, but he picks up Revolution. He, he, he can, at the very least, appreciate it and get through it. With right. this one, I I can't even say, if you're new to RTS, try this. And I'm like, this is not a good example. Like, Right. And I, the biggest thing that drove me nuts was the, the camera. Um, it's extremely close. <laughs> like... Even, even all the way zoomed it out, yeah. yeah, it's very, very close. Like there is, like to me, that's a a limitation of the time, you know, because it, again, like this was made for consoles, so you had to sort of keep the camera close for the action wise, because you know the farther you go out, the more detail, et cetera, et cetera. And but this is the remake, right? Like we're supposed to be able to do more with it, and it just even on PC, I, I guess it's maybe a limitation, you know, maybe this was a quote controller game and and the remake was just like hey, we're going to adapt it to keyboard but i should be able to zoom out more and like you literally fit like your whole base on your screen and that's about all you that's can it. see that's yeah it. like like you <laughs> like... can't really see anything else around you and a lot of times you know i asked the question the other day i was just like how can they tell you when someone's like launching an attack that's when it clicks you? that's yeah. when it clicks yeah. and i was just like oh that's why because you can't see anything <laughs> you can't see if they're coming to attack you so that drove me up a wall. Um, and I just, I, I don't know. And the weird thing is, is when I originally played the game and when I played it again before uh, Halo Wars two came out, I was, I, I didn't bother me, but I also played it on console versus 
PC at that time. So maybe it's just the fact of having a keyboard and mouse in front of me. I'm just like, let me zoom out. <laughs> like for the love of God, let me zoom out. It just wouldn't, it just wouldn't, wouldn't do it. So, I mean, I mean, there, there's some things, uh, I mean, there's plenty of things I think it did well in this game that they added, like the, um, the fact that I can see where you're looking at on the mini map. I yeah, like that, that, that that's cool. Yeah. That's a good feature to have. Uh, I mean, again, the limit, the, the camera's limitation. Um, I like the, I mean, I like the overall uh, aesthetic of it because I think it shows the Halo uh, franchise in this world. In the, it, I like they succeeded in that. If the, if their only goal was to say, how do we show a uh, a war uh, a warlike faction of Halo? Uh, uh, infantry and units. I think they succeeded well in that, like because it definitely looks Halo, it feels Halo. I like the way that the warthogs move. Like it looks like like that that the handbrake turn you used to do in Halo Two. Like it's those things are there. Like the they nailed the look of Halo and putting it in RTS form. However, it's got, it's got style. Yeah, but not, not a lot of substance. Right, it's got style. It I looks like Halo, like, but yeah. Like the, the music playing in the background, the the, the violence oh, yeah, and there. stuff, like oh, it's yeah. there. I like it. Like, like, like it has that um, that uh, what do you call it? That uh, like I, I, I remember like Dota two and um, League of Legends doing this a lot, where you get to the end, and you're nearing the end, you just ran the main base, and the, and the music ramps up. And it's right. like it has that, and you feel victorious. But it's like, it took me a long, struggling time to get there for me. Yeah, and it, yeah, I'm, it's, it's, I'm having trouble talking about this because I have played the sequel, so it's, I'm trying to stop myself here. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, it, it's got a lot of style, and for the time, I, th- I think it was passable. But I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think we can recommend this one. Yeah, I mean, I didn't play. I didn't play it when it first came out, but even then, if I if I could trans- transport myself back, I cannot. I don't know if I would. I, I think I'd be saying the same thing, honestly. Yeah, that's tough. I think. I, I think at the time, I, I. I think I could have at least said it's worth checking out. Right. Um, but I think. Yeah, I, I think then I would have said it's it's, che- it's worth checking out. But now I I think you can. I think you can pass on it. I think you can skip it. I'll, I don't. I'll double down on that. I think you pass on it for sure. Yeah, it's which is a shame because it's it's such a cool, you know, it is ambitious. You know, like they they were trying to do something extremely different with the Halo franchise, and I think they succeeded in in proving that it can be done. Um, but I don't think this was like the at the time. I think it proved it, but yeah, that that's all I'll say. But but yeah, so yeah, I think. On on this, this is our first pass. We've had we had what? two. We had first pass on it. Pass, pass on it. it. Pass. pass. This, is our, this is our first Passover. Passover. Yeah, like like so it. first, don't play it. <laughs> it's uh yeah. So we had two in a row. So we we had to we we couldn't. It wasn't gonna last forever. I'm, I'm surprised it was the Halo game. Honestly, I yeah. mean I know quote unquote Halo game. I'm surprised it was a first party. Uh, not. Well, yeah, first party Halo game is kind of like you, like it's. I I expected, I honestly expected to walk away from this game like, oh, that was 
that 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 was a that was a good first try. Where now I'm just I honestly just feel like I don't think you should play this. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it's it kind of breaks my heart because it was. I just remember at the time I was just like, "What? You can't you can't do that!" And they did it, but yeah. So hindsight's twenty twenty though, I guess. So, but that's it. That's gonna do it for this episode. But the reason that we're talking about Halo Wars is because we've already picked our next game. It's also on Game Pass. Halo obviously. <laughs> Halo Wars two. Oh, so, ha- oh, okay. I signed up for the wrong game. I was yeah. real excited for a second. Good job. So Halo Wars two. Uh, what's interesting about that is that it's a different developer. It was came out in 2017. It was done by Creative Assembly, who you might have heard of. Uh, they've fan. done the midi. Let me try that again. Medieval, medieval. Um, as well as the Total War series. So, uh, and Rome. I actually am a huge fan of Rome Total War. So they also have RTS um, chops. Experience. Right. So <clears throat> we'll have to tune in next time to see if if uh, we recommend that one. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk about that one, though. So whether, whether it's good or bad, I guess you'll have to find out. But be interesting. But so, yes, that's going to do it for this episode. You can now find us on basically all of your major podcast hosting services. We are efficient on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. There's some that I've never even heard of that I probably should have looked up before this. But apparently we're our audience is on Spotify. That's what the app tells me. So to all you Spotify uh, listeners, right. hello. I didn't even know you could get podcasts on Spotify. You sure can. I get, you, I get, I get advertised all the time. It's like, I don't think I should listen to it on this platform. But apparently people do. That just like, like legitimately, it seems weird to me. Honestly. Right, right. It, it's legitimately very strange, and it probably shouldn't be. <laughs> but I don't like it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so you're anti-Spotify? I just know Spotify is for we're music. taking down not... Spotify. All right, oh, I like this. Spotify is for music, not podcasts. We are on Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Breaker, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. With more to come. We'll let you know when we're up on those. So, also, we've got some UK listeners. So, hello to the UK out there. Right. We, listen on. Don't listen on Spotify. We're anti-Spotify. <laughs> we are, we are not anti-Spotify. We're anti. Especially anti-Spotify. <laughs> we're taking down the feed. There goes that. We're not going to get uh, advertising from them anytime anytime soon. But uh, so, leave us a review if you like us on any of those services. Uh, Apple Podcasts is probably the one of the more important ones, and Spotify since a lot of our audience is there. But that helps us grow. You can check out our YouTube page, Platform for Gamers, where you can check out the video version, which has got some uh, gameplay of me playing all these fun games in the background in case you want something to stare at while you're listening. But if not, you can always get the audio version. But that's going to do it for this episode. We will see you next time with Halo Wars 2. Good days. How do I stop this? There it is. <laughs>